Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Howdy, folks. Saxy Maxi here. DGENs, it's time to talk about DGEN gear. Nothing says I love you like new DGEN gear. And folks, have we got a new design for you. Just in time for last week's Valentine's Day, we've rolled out a new, clean DGEN drip logo that encapsulates our love for you, the listeners, with a heart. With creative, well-thought-out designs, you can directly support this podcast and the cause that really matters, getting Sex Panther a new phone-slash-recording interface. It truly does make a difference. So head on over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, click on the DGEN shop, do yourself a favor, and up your style. Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Guys, what the hell is the kiss of death? Who wants this topic? Oh, okay. Uh, well, I mean, you would know that when the three of us come to an agreement on a game, um, and we, we come to them in, in three different directions, uh, we, we have three different systems that we play this by, and you think that, oh man, um, this would be great. This team, this is a lock. This is a surefire lock that three guys came to the same decision. But throughout the history of this podcast, it, is, it has resulted in, in misery and pain and loss and suffering so much that we've called it the kiss of death. When we agree on something, just you bet the other side. The DJs don't really get to listen to the pre-show, but I'm, I'm taking more of a beating than Eli Apple. <laughs> Panther, I've been dealing with this for a while. I can't get the women in the beer commercials either. Here you go, Saxy Max. I'm going to throw $10 in the bike. <laughs> I didn't get the Mayans. The Mayans had this right. The Mayans just had a fucking ring. Yeah, right? but they, they had yeah, a ring and yeah. threw the fucking ball through. But they it. sacrifice people like at the end of it, right? And it's like, oh, that's lost. the fucking point. That's what that's what sports should be about. I can't wait to see Washington with their uniforms and how many Cobra Commanders we're going to see in the stands. <laughs> it's going to be their mascot, and they don't even know they did it. Uh, we could talk about the dozens of people that showed up for the Rams uh, parade, as I predicted. I, like honestly, I've probably seen more people in my local like you know Fourth of July parade than I saw for this Rams parade. I'm, I'm, I'm probably being genuine here. It was such a fucking sad show. It really was. was. Yeah. yeah, I'm so sad. You're gonna get blackballed. Dallas, no Tennessee. Oh. How you doing? Bet like a chicken shit. You don't want Saxy for his sports picks. You want him for his banter. Howdy, homies, and welcome to the Sunday edition of the Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy Podcast. My name is Saxy Maxi, and today I'm joined by a man who's clearly just here for the banter and definitely not the picks. It's Mad Max. Mad Max, I warmly welcome you to the Sunday podcast. Thank you, thank you. Let's 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 kick off this banter by I, I just read a fucking article that just kind of scared and depressed me. Apparently, Uh-oh. the Olympic Village is running out of alcohol. Oh no! They have to get these Olympics over with immediately. They did not anticipate the presence of the Western world coming over <laughs> and drinking all their booze. Wow. That, you know, I'm not, it's not like I'm not surprised or something, but I mean, at this point, a bunch of the events are over. So these athletes can like cut loose and that's ha- it. Have, throw back a few. Right. That's why. That's yeah. why. Apparently I'm reading articles about like, it's like, you know, people just ordering like warm cases of Ting Tao. Like just, they don't care. <laughs> They'll fucking drink anything at this point. Sheesh. 
Yikes. Well, I mean, the conditions look like they were bitterly cold, so lucky for them, they probably just need to, like, you know, leave the beers outside for a couple hours. And that's be, it, right, right. You know, I, that, that's, that's, always, that's always a good trick when you're having a party at the house and it's a little bit cold outside. That's, what, that's the one good thing about having been raised in Minnesota and living in Denver right. now. That's I know true. You, you can always utilize the outdoor freezer box. Have you ever been in a situation, like a party situation, where like you didn't run out, but you were getting close to running out, and there was like concerns, and was there rationing and sharing? And it's just like, oh, have you ever God. been in that condition where it's just like you're looking and it's like, oh man, we're we're gonna run out of this shit. I'm gonna be honest, Mad Max. I just power through and don't care. And when when you get to that end, then you just blame everyone else. <laughs> You're angry and drunk. That's, that's that's the best way to go about it. <laughs> I I mean I, I I it sounds it sounds like you've d- dealt with this very difficult and sad situation in the past, though. I I, I got to think all the way back to high school when we when when yeah we, we're teenagers. So oh. what we bought was kind of like what, what we had, had right? Mm-hmm. And if we if we started off way too strong as teenagers tend to do, sometimes you're at the end of the night and yeah you're you're uh, passing around bottles of Heineken and sharing them with each other, mm-hmm. um, but not in these times, I guess not, right? I mean you're not 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 really passing around bottles of Heineken. And then it got <laughs> me whole thinking about like you know yeah. people like very protective of their drinks because they're afraid that someone would slip something into it and i came from a, a, a pretty working class dot that dot poor fucking town when i was younger and i was like no one's spending money on roofies the like i spend money on fucking you know like a little bag of fucking seeds of marijuana to fucking smoke at that point there i'm gonna go. fucking spend money to, to to drug your drink um but yeah i mean there there's some i would say that there's some rationing and sharing uh the 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 spirit of teenagers that want to get wasted, you know? Well, you know, and that's, that's, uh, that's healthy to do it as a team like that, you know? Right, and like as right. a teen, you always have to do it in the dark. You have to do it in the dark of night. You know, you kind of sometimes have to avoid the parents, but as like grown ass adults, now it's like, it's a, it's a little bit of a different story for, for, for us. And as a grown ass adult, it's nice to have a place to do that shit. And we were talking a little bit about our future man caves. Now, oh, oh, yeah. Well, before we get to that, too, as I, I, I got to say, now it's a lot easier now that you have uh, places like Drizzly that delivers right, right oh, to your fucking doorstep. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I we and which this is this is back to a uh, uh, future or uh, again, past sponsor coming back. Yes. Drizzly. Yes. I, I love that. that Drizzly is coming back to us. I appreciate that. But yes, um, you do need a place to drink as an adult. And that is yes, the you game. do. And it's and it's nice to have a fun place to drink that has some fun shit around it. So we were talking a little bit uh, off air throughout the week, Mad Max, about some of the fun stuff that you would want to have in a man cave. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I had sent you a picture of the PBR can crusher pinball machine mm-hmm. that has uh, music by Red Fang because I was recently at a local arcade pinball bar uh, in this area. And they had one of those machines in there. And I, I had to take a picture for you since mm-hmm. we had literally just talked about this months ago. So what would what would you have in your man cave? Like, what, I mean, what that, that might be it now. I might, I might just want that. Um, oh, yeah. Well, it's funny. I mean, ever since I was in my early twenties, like I, I had, I always wanted a pinball machine. I always, and, and in my head, it was always a Kiss pinball machine. It had to be mm. a fucking Kiss pinball machine because, you oh, know, yeah. Kiss, Kiss merchandises everything. You can get Kiss coffins, yeah. you can get Kiss fucking anything. Oh, so yeah. I was just like, it had to be a Kiss pinball machine. But I saw this one, I was like, I'll fucking take that one. Um, but I think it's got to be a pinball machine and a couple of arcade games. Like uh, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, um, the ones that I would absolutely love. No, number one on my list is WrestleFest. Mm. WWE WrestleFest is one of my favorite all-time arcade games. Uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle arcade game. Oh, yeah. Fucking awesome. That great was a great one. Game. Um, 
the Simpsons arcade yes. game. Another one yes. that's just fucking classic. Okay. Yeah. I am glad you brought the Simpsons up because that is one of those games that I always have to play. And mm-hmm. you have to be Marge smacking people with the vacuum. That is <laughs> like Marge smacking people with the vacuum is the number one character in that game. It is it is the like it is OP. It that is that is the strat to put to win in Simpsons arcade game. There and actually, in fact, I was uh, at this pinball bar, arcade bar that I was at. Uh, the Sax Kid and I were celebrating our two year anniversary so we oh, had to yeah, exactly so exactly well i know yeah right we've survived a pandemic <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's it's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful thing uh regardless we uh we played of course we had to play the uh the, the simpsons game and mm. uh we got i think we got all the way to the third level which is pretty good it's not bad, for us. It's, not bad. it's not bad it's not bad like it's it's normally and and we did that with just like uh one quarter a piece so that's pretty good that's mm-hmm. pretty good. And what I love about this bar is they still take quarters on most of their arcade games. So they have they also have oh, little right. Mike Tyson punch out boxing mm-hmm. or uh, that. That's always a fun one. Um, I'm trying to think of the other uh, some of my favorite arcade games. But as far as pinball machines go, I always love the medieval madness, which is the one that has the castle with the drawbridge on it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you're familiar with this one. Vaguely, to- vaguely. I don't think I've ever oh. played it. I think I've seen it, but I don't think I've ever played it before. Okay, you, you, there, there has to be a reasonable local pinball joint. Oh, there's a, there's one. a couple of barcades around here. They call them oh, yeah. the barcades, so I'm sure that they have it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, the 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 barcade that was in my area. The other thing that they have at this barcade that definitely has to be in the basement is some nice bar signs. And one of my favorite bar signs that I actually have acquired in my life, and I have it. I'm not looking at it right now, but it, it will be in the man cave. It is uh, the Billy D. Williams Colt 45. It works every time. Bar sign. I don't know if you're oh, familiar you with this. Yeah, there, there you go. You need that, that ad yeah. campaign. Yes. Oh, it's necessary. Yeah. It's it's yeah. very it's a very strange like mid to late <laughs> 70s ad campaign and uh, featuring Billy D. Williams. And it, it's it's beautiful. I don't if if you haven't seen the, the those Billy D. Williams signs, look them up. They're perfect. Yeah, I mean, which which brings it to the whole like bar setup. Like, would you want like kind of like a half bar or full bar type thing in there where oh, yeah. you know, it's everything stock? Because uh, in, you in got my head, tap. Oh yeah, like a tap. Like honestly, to 100%. me, to me, and this is me personally, and this is me on the Super Bowl as well. Guinness is is like is, is like my mm. lifeblood, and to have like the ability to kind of like roll in like a half keg or a keg of Guinness and get it fresh from the tap right in my own household. God, I, you might never see me again. Right. That might be it. That might be the end of Mad Max. Well, see, now, if Drizzly could deliver me, like, my cold snacks <laughs> in that form, I would be 100% all about that. <laughs> you know, so do you do you have, like, a kegerator or something like that that can handle this uh, or, um, you know, a, a tap setup? Or no, are you no, simply no. – are, are, are you just, I'm, you know, I'm, using I'm the dreaming. big old uh, no, tub just, with I'm, full of ice? And No, I'm, I'm just dreaming. Well, what I drank, what I drank oh. on, on – on, the Super Bowl was just the uh, the draft cans because I I can't I I can't I drink agree, yeah. Guinness out of the oh I can't drink Guinness out of the bottle I'm a fucking liar but I I prefer the draft cans that make the sound oh, when you yeah. open it up and you pour it and you get the you get that color you get the the, the oh man there's something, something those the ones that have the weird plastic thing inside yes. Of it? Yes, yeah. well, this is kind of like uh, you know carbon dioxide or some kind of fucking poison chemicals. I'm sure into it, um, <laughs> but it's 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 amazing, and I love it. And I've got Guinness glasses, and I drink it all the time. But if I was if if I was to have a man cave, I would I would, I would probably you know design that to, to have a Guinness keg 
Um, but yeah, you know, a pinball machine, a couple of arcade games, a, a little bar, you know, of course, the TV setup and all that, you know, oh, multiple yeah. TVs for multiple sports. Um, oh, yeah. Mad Max, it sounds like you want it all, but you can't have it. <laughs> See, look at you with the fucking segues. Just, My just God. Boom. I, I I've been saving that one. I was yeah, I was I came yeah. I came prepared on that one, guys. Yeah. Because that was this is a little insight. Now we now you listeners will know we're about to transition and talk about some music because, as Mad Max and I are want to do, it's another week, another album recommendation. And this week it is Mr. Bungle's uh, album California from 1999. Now, Mad Max, I always like to jump around on these albums that you mm. send me to mm. just to like get an idea before I I do my deep dive listen like straight through the whole thing because. I do try and listen to it as if it was like produced as a record, like, you know, top to bottom. Mm -hmm. So I do try and like as if there's a B-side. I try and listen to musical productions in that way. Uh, but in order to just try and get an idea of the music, I like to just pick a couple songs here and there. Like, oh, this one looks like it has a fun title. Let's go halfway through and see what's happening. And when I did that, um, normally with albums, you get an idea of like kind of what a band sounds like or what this album of a band sounds like. Uh, but with this uh, album, that was complete chaos. <laughs> <laughs> so how how long have you been a mr bungle man i mean the first cassette tape i ever bought as a kid was faith no more is the real thing oh, it, was, yeah. it was probably like 1989 went to you know sam goody or some kind of fucking over expensive uh, uh place in the mall right. and i bought uh faith no more is the real thing so i've been listening to faith no more since i was, was about seven or eight years old i mean like really um so of course, you know, when, when Mike Patton said, hey, I'm going to start to do um, some side projects, mm -hmm. I wanted to follow along because, uh, you know, lo love, love Faith No More. Why not? So, um, you know, the, the first Mr. Bungle album is this weird fucking hybrid of like thrash metal, ska yeah. punk. It's yeah. just fucking bizarre. And there it's was a nuts. song on it called Squeeze Me Macaroni, which if you've <laughs> never heard the song before. Please <laughs> do yourself a favor and listen to that song. It is fucking wild. So, uh, yeah. you know, it was a far cry from the real thing. And then as Faith No More kept putting out albums, they progressively got more and more, um, you know, it, it, in tune with the sound that they wanted to put out. And and it's much to the studio chagrin where they're like, hey, this sounds nothing like the real thing. And Mike Patton's like, fucking A, it doesn't. Because, <laughs> you know, like we're progressing. Right. We're, we're putting out uh albums that we want to put out and so i mean they've always had a huge fucking fan base especially in europe uh they, yeah. they were big in europe and and when they broke up it was, it was probably right around 1997 98 mm -hmm. um and and so this, this album california he was working on it towards the tail end of faith no more and w when i heard the album i'm like i mean I was upset that there was no faith no more anymore. So maybe it just struck a, a chord with me. But even to this date, you know, 20 something years later, it fucking works. It's such a complete album. It is, it is chaos, but in the same sense, it's beauty. Um, yeah. You know, uh, I think uh, pink cigarette. Oh like, yeah. What he does in that song and the countdown aspect of it. And it's mm -hmm. just like, you know, it's like, God damn. Uh, it's insane. This is, this is insane. Yeah. It is insane. It, and there's so much to digest on this album. It's it's manic, but it it absolutely like uh, uh on first listen, it, it truly appeased my ADHD. I'm not joking. <laughs> and, and and one of the things that's so interesting about uh Mr. Bungle and like every song is 
they juxtapose multiple musical styles that are generally speaking deeply unrelated and then mm-hmm. shift between them with abrupt tempos and it's 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 really uh difficult to follow to be honest because it's it, it again it seems manic um specifically on uh, the album California, the song Ars Moriendi is a perfect mm-hmm. example of this, where they shift between basically klezmer, dub surf rock, system of a down style, metal segments, polka, and then combining or switching all of these pieces uh, at will. Um, basically every two <laughs> bars. And it's it, it nuts. It, 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 it is absolutely insane. But it it after, like, I'll be honest, the first couple of songs, it was it, it's like drinking black coffee. Where you you the first sip of your black coffee in the morning, you're like, okay, that is bitter black coffee. And then about like three sips in your first cup, you're like, okay, give me more of this shit. <laughs> and it has that vibe to it, where it's it's very unique, and it's it, it is what it is. Uh, but it uh, it's it is beautiful. And my goodness, I, uh, I I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna have a fun time looking back through the rest of their discography and hearing some of that other stuff because i did uh putz around on uh their their first album and it it did have more metal vibes and i mm-hmm. i did my very best to try and incorporate some of that mr bungle ish chaos into the song that i did for this <laughs> week uh al- al- although there's no way to to truly pay homage to what they do yeah it's it's funny too is because if if you even just like kind of like wikipedia search mr bungle uh the the genre that it's listed as is experimental rock yeah. semicolon western, western. <laughs> yeah. it's like it's like what well, the fuck is that what, what, what are you what, talking about here it, it's it's an album that shouldn't work but because of the musical genius of mike Patton, it works tremendously yeah. Well, and one of the things that I was, uh, again, on first listen to a lot of the stuff, it sounds like it's very theatrical. Like, it's almost mm-hmm. the soundtrack to a movie. Like, it's Danny Elfman uh, music-esque. You know what I mean? Uh, for, like, it, it has that it has that kind of soundtracky and vibe and something that's very thematic and very theatrical. You know? I'm, I'm glad you, you bring that up as well because, you know, there's – first off, Mike Patton – one of the best singers in 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 metal history um mm-hmm. he he married an italian woman he's lived in italy he's he's trained in singing italian opera oh um i found i found out he's really good friends with danny devito and, and <laughs> danny devito and his son go to any uh mike Patton concerts out in los angeles it's fucking wow. wild um but he's he's done several other side projects and two other bands that that uh he he played in that i've seen live one is tomahawk which is almost like uh, a variation of Faith No More, you know. I've seen Faith There's No More play, I, I, yeah, kind of. Yeah, I've seen Faith No More play uh, a handful of times as well. Fucking mm-hmm. amazing, Lo- loved it. Amazing. Um, and and, and then the the other one, Phantomus. Now, Phantomus mm. is a weird fucking band. I saw them open up for Tool, and like the the audience was just baffled by what the fuck <laughs> they were listening to. But they put they put out an album. It's called the Director's Cut, right? Mm. Where they cover. Uh, musical scores so they cover the musical score of the godfather right they, they do the musical score of kate fear the old satani right i mean they do it's it's insane rosemary's baby night of the hunter <laughs> um der Gollum, uh henry portrait of a serial killer the twin peaks fire walk with me theme i mean oh wow and so it's it's this wild spin on these uh uh soundtrack uh, you know these uh um uh, the, themes you know, theme yeah. songs um it's amazing it's fucking crazy so that's yeah, sweet. i think that's what you're kind of feeling here is he's a huge movie buff 
Yeah. And he, he loves uh, uh, musical score. And so mm-hmm. I think he's incorporated some of that into here. And, and you know, he's, he's a California guy. He's lived in, in, you know, between San Francisco and, and, and Italy. Like that's where he kind of splits his time. So, I mean, he's got, uh, you know, the, the, the surf rock influence. He's, mm-hmm. he's got the, the metal stuff. Like, I mean, he, you know, he was around during the times of Metallica and stuff in the eighties. Um, you know, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of people credit faith no more. And he hates this, by the way. But a lot of people credit Faith No More for new metal. <laughs> because, uh, okay. Because, you know, um, all these bands were inspired by what he was able to do with uh, rap rock and like his ability mm. to sing really fast and so forth. And so they tried to emulate some of that sound. And he, he fucking hates it, though. He's, he's like, I, I really wish I didn't have credit for that. <laughs> um, hilarious. Why to distance oneself from new metal? But, but this album's wild. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, uh, it, you it's know, insane. I'm glad you've never heard it before. I, I like trying oh, to introduce man. you to things that you might have never heard before or you might not have listened to in a long time. It's it's, it's always good. Yes, well, and it is it is always fun to not just listen to things that I've heard before, but to hear some new shit that is totally off my radar. And that thing comes from so far left field. It is mm-hmm. it, that that album specifically, California. Y'all DJs, go out, do yourself a favor, listen to Mr. Bongo, California, and uh, like play it on you know, on a romantic evening, just randomly. Pick a, any song on the album and just play it during a romantic evening, and I swear it will change the tide of your night. <laughs> <laughs> because it is it is a powerful song. Now, Mad Max, you and I are recording bright and early this Sunday morning. So, you know, we've got all kinds of great NBA All-Star game lines to look at. Y'all know every Sunday I check in with DJs about how their week's been going, what they're seeing, what they're looking to do in the next week, and what they like today. So, Mad Max, it's that sad time of the year when football is gone until next August. And, you know, I can't wait to bet the Hall of Fame game, i.e. the pre-preseason. But now that the NFL and Olympic men's curling are through, we have to rely on NBA and NHL for our nightly entertainment. So the NBA All-Star break is right now. Is uh, Tonight is the All-Star game. So let's use this time to quick reflect on the season thus far and what you think uh, is going to play out in each of the conferences as we approach the playoffs. We shall, shall certainly do that, and I'd hate to put you on the spot, but I do believe it's time for a commercial break. Oh, certainly. All right. I am ready to do that. Let's talk about mybookie.ag. With mybookie, you can bet on the NBA, NFL, NHL, UFC, boxing, MLB, and people's babies. That's right. Mybookie is nuts and will offer odds on Rihanna's pregnancy and if she'll have twins. Let's put a buck on yes. It'll be fun, right? Maybe maybe she wants to have one of those uh, special celebrity twin situations where, you know, they can do things during the pregnancy to make twins for celebrities because they're fancy as shit. My book is well-traveled and offers quality odds on basically everything. So sign up now using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN so we can keep lights on around here. And my bookie will give you a bonus deposit of up to $1,000. Whether you're at home, on the go, on your laptop, or hoping that Rihanna gets a two-for-one, you can bet, win, and get paid with my bookie. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. 
All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. I, I, did, I didn't mean to put you on the spot there, but I looked at the time. I was like, how the fuck are we 20 minutes into this thing? I know. I know. It's This is what happens, Mad Max. And Arch is, Arch is already sick to his stomach right now. He has it. He, I mean, no, he's already he's, turned off the podcast at this oh, point. Done. No, I mean, yeah. He's, he's, listen, he, but it's still a download. Yeah. Download is a download. <laughs> exactly yeah he oh he'll still download it exactly everyone download and listen to every episode but he's uh you know he's definitely not listening to the whole damn thing (laughs) i i don't think i don't think he's here for a mystery bungle analysis no no probably not probably not all right well mad max let's get into talking a little bit about uh, the nba and Mm -hmm. what you think is going to play out for the rest of the season because i need a bit of a primer so that i'm ready to uh, bet once the nba uh resumes after the all-star break I think there's only like a handful of certainties uh, in the NBA right now. Uh, I think one is um, if healthy, and that's a big if because I just saw, you know, Chris Paul is injured. The Phoenix Suns Mm -hmm. are the team to beat uh, in in the NBA. And for a while, you're looking at the Golden State Warriors, um, you know, adding Clay Thompson. But I mean, they've they've had issues too. Draymond Green hasn't been healthy for a while. Um, They've slipped. They're six and a half games back on Phoenix right now. Six Man. as good as they are, 42 and 17 is a pretty good record, but it's, it's a far cry from 48 and 10. Yeah, that's for insane. the Phoenix Suns. Well, the um, Phoenix Suns are a team that just that gets on these win streaks constantly. They're mm-hmm, they're they're mm-hmm. they're throwing out mm-hmm. seven, eight, ten game win streaks like throughout the season. Yeah. So I th- I think you know, if healthy, they are absolutely the team to beat. And that I mean, dating back to the bubble, I think their win percentage has been just ungodly, like 85, 86, 87. It's, it's been just ridiculous, the the win percentage there. So, I mean, that is definitely a team that I believe can get uh, back to the finals and, uh, you know, you have to worry about them. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies, fun team, young team. Oh, yeah. uh, they seem to be putting things together. It could be a nightmare in the playoffs. I don't know if they have the longevity to make it all the way through. Um Utah Jazz, you don't want to count them out in the West, but I think they're a little bit overmatched from the top three. I, I, I put in the West, yeah. it's the Suns, the Warriors, and the Grizzlies because I think John Morant is that next generational uh, player. Mm-hmm. I think he is is you know we talk about um, Luca and John Morant right now as the guys that that are going to be you know taking this league by storm as it stands right now. So yep. um, keep an eye on them. That's the young talent. The East is just a fucking mess. <laughs> Uh, you you you'd, you want to keep your eye out, I would say, on Philadelphia, of course, with the addition yep. of Jimmy James Harden to that yep. crew and see if if they can put things together. That could be a dangerous fucking team. Big question mark there is on Joel Embiid. Um, Milwaukee Bucks, you know, they like to sleepwalk through the fucking regular season. They lost to the Sixers. Remember, I don't know if you listened to that episode, like Arch had a free bet and yep. we were all on the Sixers and he had, Sixers ended up winning that game. Outright after being blown out by yeah. the Celtics, they they were on the road. They beat Milwaukee. So Milwaukee's a team that just they'll turn it into a different gear in the playoffs. Uh, but right now they might be a fifth seed in the fucking East. <laughs> like that's insane. Behind the Cavs. And the, I mean the ca- the Cavs right now are set at the fourth seed. I think they're gonna fade a bit. I think yeah. the Cavs are going to fade down a bit, uh, maybe to the sixth seed. Uh, they might drop all the way to the play-in tournament, like the seventh seed or something like that. Um 
I because you got to expect maybe at some point Brooklyn gets their shit back in order and gets back into the top six. Yeah, maybe Brooklyn maybe. does. <laughs> um, you know, Miami's a team that that I mean, listen, they they have I would say the second most consistent roster in in the East. You know, you probably put Milwaukee as the top, the most consistent. You know, the mm-hmm. one that, that's been playing together the longest and has had success. But like right after that, Miami's you know, with, with Butler, Adebayo, and Harrow did um, two years ago in the bubble. Yeah, I mean, they're if they're healthy, they're, I think they're a dangerous fucking team. Uh, especially at home, uh, 19 and seven record, one of the better ones in the league at home. So, uh, Miami, you wonder about Chicago. You, you say, Hey, you know, for a, for a stretch of period, Chicago was unfucking beatable, but they're dealing with injuries. Lonzo Ball's been injured. Zach Levine mm-hmm. has been a bit injured. Um, you know, the addition of DeMar DeRozan has been fantastic for them. So, they're definitely yeah. a team in there. And I'd be loath not to mention my Boston Celtics. I was going to say on uh, what is this? They're they're nine and one over their last 10. And the, the last one was just them being like just kind of fucking done and like losing right. a stupid one to fucking Detroit. And they're like, all right, yeah. we're ready for the all star break. They probably should have been 10 and 0 over the last 10. Uh, in the East right now, they have the best point differential uh, of any team. Wow. A plus five point four point differential, and and I wait, wait, wait. Know, Does it did did they have like a fifty point blowout win that like screwed around with your numbers early on this season? Uh, the Celtics have had a couple of weird ones, uh, <laughs> that, but no, just looking at just straight up point differential, they allow one hundred three point five points per game, and they score one hundred eight point nine. Just well, just just looking at raw numbers on the season, uh, plus five point four is the tops in the East right now. Um, in the league, it's it's probably like. Fourth or fifth, I think uh, Utah, Golden State, Phoenix. Yeah, those are the three that are above the Celtics in the league. But uh, watch out for Boston. I mean, if they if they continue to play defense that the way that they've been playing defense uh, the past, I'd say month, that's it's going to be a tough team to beat. That that's mm-hmm. what got that Celtics team playing so well for all those years. It you know, wasn't necessarily their offensive prowess. Is when they put the clamp down on defense, they they can you know they, because I mean. When Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown play defense, they are some of the better defenders in the league because it's just they're they're you know they got the 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 lengthy arms, the the body type that can move around. They're quick, they're fast, and then you got uh, Marcus Smart, who has been you know one of the best defensive players the last decade, and now you add uh, White into the mix there, and that's a tough defensive team. So I'd, yeah. I'd watch out for Boston to make a move. Um, and as a six seed right now, this is fucking dangerous right now. I think they'd be locking that horns is. with Philadelphia in the first round. That is now I know that you uh, spitefully talked about my Timberwolves, either winning more games or losing more games and falling out of the, the play in tournament. But right now they are, to me, locked and loaded into the play-in tournament right now. And after Carl Anthony Towns won the three-point mm. competition last night, what what the fuck? Are you serious? I saw that. That's plus twelve hundred yesterday. Yeah, yeah. You you know you know who hit that too, right? Were you, you know who you know who bet on that? Who bet on that? Six Panther. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Was that was that just for funsies? I I, I don't I I don't know. Listen, I I I don't know how the mind of Sex Panther works, but he fucking bet on Cat to to win the three point contest. Yeah, he did. Genius. That's genius. That was <laughs> utter fucking genius. Sex Panther. I don't know. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you fucking do it. But that is that is the most unlikely winner. You did and you nailed it. 
I guess his blind squirrel came out of fucking hibernation for a day. <laughs> holy, holy. Because he missed on the Rams, by the way. Excuse me. I I didn't take a fucking victory lap for the goddamn Rams with you yet. But but no, you know, take, he, take your he, lap. He shit on the Rams all season and they won the Super Bowl. So his blind squirrel was in hibernation all fucking football season. Comes out to fucking pick Carl Anthony Towns. We'll see if it sticks around for for anything else. Yeah, well, I guess this is one thing that we just have to know that Panther is just hot at betting uh, all-star game competitions. I think so. We should, we should have had him on the show today. You got some all-star bets going on? You know what? Yes, let's get to these all-star bets. I, I do have one all-star game bet that I'm looking at here. Team LeBron versus Team Durant. I, I, I'm just, I'm, first off, I'm leaning the over because it, it's an all-star game. The over is set at 323 and a half. Oh, my God. So, and I mean, let's be real here. This is in the all-star game. Don't they do the funky fourth quarter thing where, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. they math it out and they're Mm -hmm. like, all right, first team to blank number wins. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know that they're going to pick that that thing is going to give you a number. That's like, what is it? It's going to be in the, it'll probably be a number that's like 160 something, 170 something. Mm -hmm. I think the teams keep it close. I think it goes over. So I'm leaning the over here because again, no defense all-star game. Mm Mm-hmm. But I am liking Team LeBron minus five and a half. Durant avoided uh, uh, drafting Jimmy James Harden mm-hmm. in the funniest of ways. Um, and now, obviously, Harden isn't even suiting up for the mm-hmm. game. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think that uh, KD is going to pay for that. And I, well, and I think, I think, I mean, I think KD's I think, not even playing himself. So I, I can you even call it Team KD? I mean, come on. Jesus, that's brutal. This let's let's have fun, guys. This I mean, do you want to know what else is on today? Daytona Five Hundred. Maybe learn about a new sport. <laughs> Download, listen to an episode, and, and yes, get some exactly. money. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Right. Let's hit a dinger today. Yeah, I I I, I feel I feel I feel good about the over there as well. I do think Team LeBron also wins. Um, yeah, it's it's it's. I haven't watched an All Star game in about twenty years. I'm not gonna lie. Like I have not watched an NBA All Star game in about twenty years. I'm I, like, I used to like the dunk contest. I didn't watch it last night. Um, it's sad. It's it's like it, it, it seems like it's um, it's it's a relic of the past where the league was trying to make a name for itself. They needed yeah. these types of things. They needed to get all the stars together on a center stage because that's how they. That was a commercial. That was a commercial for yeah. the brand for the yeah. league. You don't need it anymore. I don't yeah. think you need all-star games anymore. The Pro Bowl is a fucking joke. The Pro Bowl is a piece of shit. It, it just wedges itself in between you know, the, the championship game and the Super Bowl. No one fucking cares. No. The only one that I like, I I watch is the Major League Baseball all-star yes. game. And even that, like, you don't need them anymore. I mean, I probably, you know, baseball probably needs it more than any of the other sports. Well, correct me, correct me if I'm wrong, but in baseball, there's still a mild amount of meaning to the all-star game because the team that wins the all-star game no, doesn't. No, they got rid of that. They got oh. rid of that. They tossed that. Mm-hmm. They, thankfully, thankfully, they fucking tossed that. Oh, well, they, they that shit. Wah, wah. Well, then in that case, I mean, I guess that the MLB all-star game is a lot more fun. You get to see a lot of, I mean, it's more, it's more pitchers dueling against, uh, against batters, which is, which is great. You know, that's you get to see strength on strength. And you never have a clunker of a home run derby, though. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like the dunk contest like last night. I didn't watch it. I watched the clips. You had a guy that failed to fucking hit a dunk in the finals. Well, Can you, we, kind, uh, you kind of knew who was going to win. You guys were talking about this. You guys were talking about this. Get If you can't make the dunk, if like if you don't make it on your first try, you're losing points. Oh, if you yeah, don't absolutely. make it on your first try, you're losing points. And I was talking to my friends about this last night. So we were watching this and they were they were saying. 
No, no, no. Like, give him, give him two tries, and then like the third one, if he misses that, then it's deduction of no, points. No, no, I th- no, no. no. Right I off the bat, right gotta, off the bat, yeah. I, that is impressive to just show up and do it right off I, the bat. I, I would say you get, you know, unlimited fucking tries to do it, but you get oh point deductions. We'll be here yeah. all fucking night. But, but you get point deductions on it, and and by the by the fucking time of uh, of your you know. Uh, you know, tenth attempt, then you're p- pretty much disqualified anyway. At that point, you know, right. like, uh, just like right if your maximum line. amount of points could be X if you miss a certain amount of times, it's got to be something because uh, these are so, so, like, and I get it though because like so many things have been done before. Like after fucking Blake Griffin jumped over a car, I mean, what the fuck else are you gonna do? I right. mean, come on, right. jump over a goddamn car. Well, and there's there's nothing else you can really do with the ball anymore. If you've gone, we, we've gone behind the back, we've gone between the legs. There's what else do we go under or around? There's nowhere else to go. There's, right. there's, there's. It, 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 we've explored the realms of what to do. Unless we start to incorporate newer and weirder props, then that's it. There's yeah, no, yeah. there's no, there's, there's, there's no like going beyond. So, right. I mean, I, it's, a, it, I think you nailed it on the head. It is a decaying product. This uh, just fucking parachute someone from the fucking top of the arena and then, and then they dunk it from there. Like that, that's actually, it. That, that, that's it. Do you want to know what would be great if actually uh, if they just all suited up and uh, kickboxed? If we if it was like team kickboxing, <laughs> like I would I would pay to watch NBA players kickbox against each other. That would be fun. Like just like sign me up for that. OK, there's like there's maybe there's different competitions that we need to put these NBA players through that would make the all star game more interesting. But I you know what, what I think the dunk contest, uh, not to say that this would improve it or it, just the different spin on it. I think it needs to be. um you have a timer. You basically yeah. have a timer. Yeah. And it's a full court dunk contest, meaning you got to oh go God. court to court. You know, so each oh, dunk has, has to be, be so on a different task. But that's what I'm saying, though, is yeah. you got to go court to court. You, each each dunk has to be on a different basket. And and you get points for the number of dunks that you do, like the, the, the volume of it mm-hmm. and, and the creativity and so forth. So turn it almost got into it. a three-point contest, but with dunks. But you got to go like court to court. You know, well, and, and, well, and I guess, and so you add the volume aspect to it. So a lot of a lot of the fucking a lot of things that's special about slam dunks, and you you watch, uh, you know, Sports Center or whatever it is, it's when John Morant's on a fucking fast break and uh-huh. he just throws down a goddamn hammer. Oh, and yeah. it's like, oh, 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 oh man, oh, yeah. But but here's the thing: in an All Star game, you know that nobody's going to be on the other side of that poster. No, like no. nobody, nobody wants to be on the other side of that poster. So they're all like kneeling out, ducking their heads, getting out of the way, hiding their numbers. They're not, they don't want to be a part of that shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, but no. if you make part of the dunk contest, I think, be, you know, I think that's it. It's, it's got to be a mixture of just number of dunks, the creativity, like, yeah. you know, a- aspect of it. If you do something that's, that's insane because it's yeah. just, it's getting stupid. I, I Okay. I think we're going to, we're, we're going to have to workshop this Mad Max for next year's all-star game and bring and propose us to the NBA in the off season. I think, I think that, I think that exactly, exactly. I think that what we do is we, we abolish the, uh, the slam dunk and the three point contest. And that is the all-star game. And you basically have bonuses for consecutives and things like that. And for scoring and you make the score, you make the scoring like some wild, like fucking, it's like some Vegas jackpot shit. It's it's just insane. Let's let's do something uh, uh, like that. Oh, That's oh, almost different. Yeah, I just got an idea. You yeah. merge the two together. So as the exactly. dude shooting three pointers, the other guy's yes. dunking, and you can uh, yes. do alley oops and stuff like that and yes. get extra points. There yes. you go. Dunk, and then you're dunk. still going back and forth what down event. the court. What there event. we go. 
Boom. We figured it out. We figured out the All-Star game. Man, the All-Star week. <laughs> let's 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 workshop this. We're going to approach the NBA. Adam Silver. I know you're listening. We're on our way. We're, 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 we, we let's 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 have a meeting here. It may be in Manhattan in the next couple of weeks. I know you're going to be in the neck of woods. Let's let's figure that shit out. <laughs> All, All right. right. We got a little bit of time left here, Mad Max. Hockey. Let's talk. Yes, the ice. What do you got for me on the ice today? I got two games I'm betting on. Mm-hmm, uh, the, the first one is going to be the Florida Panthers, uh, minus 225 against wow. the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, it, it, I still have the implied truck. It's a lot of truck. I still got the implied probability by a tad bit there. So you need about 69. Right. Nice percent. Nice. Uh I, I got this at 71%. So I think right. the, the Florida Panthers do win this one. Um, and, and the other game I'm betting on mm-hmm. for you, buddy. Oh, I know. I know where you're going here. Cause I'm going to the same boat. Minnesota wild. Oh, I am. Yeah. I, I think the Minnesota wild beat the Edmonton Oilers here. I needed about 52%. Yeah. I got this at about 54% of the time. Minnesota is going to win this, not playing their best hockey as of late, but I think Minnesota, this is a this is a game that can get right to uh, Edmonton. Kind of, you know, they're fools gold, right? They they go through yes. these fits and spurts of of, of good bad play, and and uh, you know, I think they fooled us for a little bit. I think they get beat today. I think the Minnesota Wild need this win. I think they get the win. So those are my two bets on the day. Yep, I am also with you on the Wild. I like this. I like the matchup. I think that the Wild are the better team that's shown more consistency over the season and uh, are, frankly, the better team this matchup. So we're taking the Wild on the road, minus 110. I'm looking at the over 6.5 as well. I'm kind of liking that one. Mad Max, on your play that you were talking about before uh, with the Blackhawks, I was actually thinking for Iceberg looking at a chicken shit there with the Blackhawks plus the 1.5. Now, is that the dumbest shit that you've ever heard? Or is that – do you think – I mean, it's Florida. It's Florida going to win by two. No, I, th- I think it's a solid play. I, th- I think you can take Chicago. I think Chicago, you know, I, I could probably see this like a four, three game. Exactly. That was, I was, I was, that I was looking at that. I mean, that, that's what I was kind of thinking. I, uh, do you know who's in goal today for Chicago? I believe I believe Flurry's gonna uh to be in goal, and he's he's been playing really fucking well lately. But this Florida offense is just so relentless. Yeah. So I mean, he could possibly have forty saves and still give up fucking four goals. Like honestly, Ooh. it could just, they they are they get so many volume shots on goal. It's tough. It's tough to hang with Florida with, with the the just the sheer volume of shots that they 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 get in a given game. It's it's ridiculous. I hear you. I hear. You. Now I got one other NHL game. All I'm right. At today. Now this is now this is fun because Mad Max and I we don't talk about our picks before the pod. So now Mad Max gets to shit on exactly what I'm well, on what's going wrong in my head because mm. I believe that I'm about to walk into a Panther sized trap here with mm. guess who the Carolina Hurricanes. Ooh. Why why are they not the favorite here? Unless there's something I don't know. I, I like the Hurricanes with the plus line. Well, I still got it. I mean, it's fine. It's, it's it's a fine play, and the money seems to be agreeing with you. By the way, the money is hammering Carolina here. Um, Love it. Pitts, Pittsburgh's a, a very good team, and I they're know. at home. Carolina's on the road. I, I do think the Penguins should be favored here slightly. Like this is this is a fifty-one forty-nine uh, split game to me. Right with, with with Carolina on the road here. If Carolina's at home, it probably flip flops the other way, and and. Pittsburgh's a good team. I I think they deserve to be the favorites. Uh, the money is hammering Carolina, so that line is going to get worse for Carolina. Oofta. Well, if you hear it, hop on it. Well, you can if you like the Hurricanes. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I got Pittsburgh winning it, but again, this this is I think the value is on Carolina with the plus line if you can get it. 
Hey, there we go. Well, hop on it while you can, DJs. That's now. That's all the games I got. Mad Max. Do you have any other bets you want to say today? Any NASCAR things? Any any other things you want to throw out for the listeners this morning? I want to try to get the show in under forty minutes. So let's go. Okay, let's do it to it. DJs, that's all we've got for you this morning. So come on out to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. Buy a shirt. You can follow us on the podcast uh, on Twitter, at BettingAbsolute. So come on out, say hi, and when it's all said and done, let's make some money, fools. It really was. Yeah, I'm so sad. You're going to get blackballed. Dallas, Tennessee. How you doing? Bet like a chicken shit. You don't want Saxy for his sports picks. You want him for his banter. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.